Hey, this is Ollie. Welcome to The Meta Project. This podcast is being built to intelligently upgrade how you look and feel so your body never holds you back. I want to help uncover some of the core concepts, beliefs, and frameworks that we've used with hundreds of clients to become industry leaders in mind and body. If you want to transform your body, upgrade your energy, and dive deeper into understanding long-term health and performance, then this podcast is for you. I hope you get a ton of value out of these and subscribe. The idea here is we want to get an awareness of how we can make this work long term. Okay, the first thing we want to look at, and this can be a little controversial, but something that we see to really build consistency long term with our nutrition is we do want to enjoy food, but we need to separate food from the emotion. Okay, and we've dived into this a lot in the past where we get an awareness of if we're stressed, if we're pissed off at work, if we're stressed in traffic, whatever it might be, we start to eat food because we're trying to curb this craving or this emotion, right? This dives hugely into the self-development, this ability to actually feel good in your own skin, make the best decisions in the time that's there and be able to confront that emotion rather than consume food to get rid of it, right? And this is where so many addictions come through on whether that be drugs, whether that be food, whether it be over-exercising, anything in between, right? We've got to be able to separate that food from the emotion and not fall into this binge binging of food in order to mask a certain emotion that's coming through. So if you are having these stresses coming up in your life, or you are getting this awareness that every Friday you go out for a couple of drinks, which turns into 12 and, and a couple of burgers, right? You've got to start to make these separations in your life because personal problems create professional problems. And if you're not enjoying that work, you're not enjoying that that situation you're in, very quickly it starts to turn into some coping mechanism. And a lot of the time with this food side of things, I know this will get deep, guys, but this is an awareness on what actually makes the bigger picture. So looking at an ability to really move forward with your food and your ability to improve your body composition, your energy, all the rest, you've really got to look at this big picture and understand if you're not enjoying a certain aspect of your life, one, how can we confront that and improve the action there? But two, how can we remove this constant coping mechanism of using food as a way to curb that, okay? There's so much more productive ways of doing this. And what we do with our clients to make sure this is something that's actually beneficial rather than detracting from their life is making sure it's not a removal, it's a replacement, right? So rather than removing alcohol from your your life, how can we make a switch to something you can enjoy? Like, a is that going to be a kombucha? Is that going to be a certain juice? Like, whatever. If we're looking at, uh, we constantly sit down on the couch and we just need to de-stress. Like, how can we do that with a journal? How can we do that with reading? How can we do that with, hey, here's the thought, maybe just connecting with your partner. <laughs> Get an awareness of how we can make those changes to look at these adjustments and shifts we can make in our life. One, to actually improve the overall quality of our life, but two, making sure that we can remove this self-sabotaging emotion and habit that a lot of the time, guys, is is uh, unconscious to the level we're trying to really build, okay? So big one there, we could dive in, I could talk about that for half an hour, but that is really that one result. We want to be able to separate the food from the emotion, we're getting a certain feeling, we're fueling our body, we're feeling like we're functioning at a high level, rather than or falling into the short-term emotion of I feel sad, I feel pissed off, I feel angry, and I'm going to eat, right? Just taking that time to take that split-second awareness of why you're eating. Are you actually hungry or are you pissed off, bored, or just because it's there, right? The second part here is build that long-term focus of your choices. And we talk about this every week nearly where the biggest flaw in the industry is this, this focus on they're focused on running away from something, right? Like, I don't want to be fat. I don't want to be this person. I don't feel good in my own skin. And although we all need pain in order to change, right? We've all heard of the, the moaning dog on the stick. Like, it has to be enough of the pain to actually want to move. Otherwise, just moan about it and, and deal with the pain. 
But once we've actually made those first steps, we have to reshift that focus into what are we truly working towards? And hopefully this is where it dives into generational health. Like, what, what, how can we make this happen so that you actually show up better for your partner, for your kids, for whoever around you that you actually care for, or maybe even just a level of work forms, right? You're seeing that starting to really diminish because you're showing up sluggish, slow, heavy, old, tired, not as sharp as you used to be. Like we've got to have something as a vision, something sharp that we're working towards. So we're walking and running towards that carrot rather than constantly running away from the stick. Because if we constantly have that negative thing that's beating ourselves up, then we're always going to find a way to sabotage that process and make us feel better because we're making ourselves feel like shit all the time, okay? Find something we're actually working towards. Find the enjoyment in this pursuit of something better rather than something you're constantly running away from, okay? So that really ties into that next one as well. So the next one here, obviously, the big part here is don't, if your body's holding you back, this is one of the biggest ones, right? Getting awareness of if we can get these, these things in line, we can fuel the body, we can get a level of momentum with our training, with our structure, with our sleep, how does that allow you to show up better so you're not you know, left behind on the skiing strip or you're, you're over the weight limit for the bungee jump or like whatever that might be, if you have that constant niggling thought in the back of your mind, again, that's that negative. We need to shift that focus into what you actually want to do, right? Rather than I can't do that because of my weight, how can I be like, well, now that's a motivation. I know the bungee bungee jump ski limit is 104 or whatever it might be. Then how can I look at getting to that weight as my goal? Now I've got a reward once I get there. Food for thought. And then last one here is really big. And this is probably the awareness of, of our whole topic today. Because this decision is not just you, right? And really diving into this awareness that a lot of men struggle with is I don't want to be selfish and I don't want to have to go train and eat differently and all these things because that will detract from how I feel, how I uh, show up with my, my family. And what I want to tell you guys is that is one of the biggest misconceptions I think are there because if you're not taking that time to sharpen your own body to actually fuel your own body to be in a position where you're able to show up better for yourself you've got less to give for your family for your work for whatever endeavor that you're trying to do in your life or the people that you actually care about if you're not taking that time to look after your own mental and physical health through fueling your body through taking that time to learn what works for you for actually being able to train at some capacity that allows you to rebuild a level of energy a little level of strength a level of mobility so you're not constantly aching and, and uh, feeling old so you can actually do those things your body's not holding you back right so this awareness of i don't want to do it because it feels selfish or investing into yourself because it feels selfish or investing you know whether that be energy time money whatever it really has to you have to have some segment there in order to be able to move forward right like you do every week with uh, your your salary that comes in right you're going to put a certain amount away for food you're going to put a certain amount away for savings there should also be a certain amount there for your own personal health whether that be through diving in and having a coach in your corner whether that be you know simply that research aspect and, and looking into certain courses programs you know I, I've spent 50 60 grand probably more in the last four years on my own personal development and obviously that's in a business setting that's in a coaching and fitness setting and everything in between because there's always been that part of regardless of what we earn that is going to be a segment that I'm always going to put on self-improvement right it just becomes second nature to me right like that's something I want to get better at I'm going to learn how to do it by working with someone who's already done it and getting that awareness of that shift, I didn't want to go down that rabbit hole, but I've kind of got there today, is making that shift. And it's not selfish to put time aside for yourself. That's that's the biggest point I want to make today, is making sure that if you care about your own family, about how they see you, about how those standards you set for your own household starts with you. And if you don't love yourself, you don't love 
or you don't love yourself enough to put that time aside for you, how's that going to reflect with your partner? How's that going to reflect with your kids on how they show up? Are they going to start choosing the cheap, shitty McDonald's option? Or are they actually going to be like, well, it's actually important for my health long-term that I choose something a little bit better. I actually have breakfast before they leave the house. I actually have a level of confidence and a level of awareness around how I want to feel and how I look, right? That standard all starts with you. They're the ones looking up to you. So if you haven't built that, this is where it starts. And just like that, uh, that roast example before, like they do it because they saw you do it and there's no other reason, right? They don't tend to ask why, they just observe. And this is where I'm sure you've seen that a thousand times. It's very very little what you say and it's what you do. So if you're not taking that time to love yourself, to put that time aside for you, to respect that schedule enough to be like, this is my allocated time to sweat, to to free up my mind, to actually feel good in my own skin. And then I'll be with you and I'll be in a, such a better place. I'll be more present. I'll be more energetic. Now that should be something that just drives a whole new light bulb in your head. Okay. So if you feel like this has been on a back burner for a while, that's your fucking trigger, guys. You've got to make sure that if you need to get this body back on track, you want to make sure you're around for your kids. You're actually extending your lifespan to be there longer. But not only that, you're adding the quality to it and you're adding the standards and values on top that they should live by. That's a pretty big one. Hopefully that's something that now brings a level of urgency to where you are right now. And if you're not showing that, you're not portraying that in your own family, then what is missing, right? Like what more do you need in order to have that carrot, in order to have that thing that that drives you to make you work forward and actually put that time aside for you? That doesn't sound very selfish anymore. That sounds like something that is there in order to really set up this foundation for your whole family. All right. I'm on a rant. rant. (laughs) So that's your awareness. That's your result, guys. That's where I want you to focus. The last one that I want to dive into today is just getting an awareness of how, right? We want to make sure that with this, hopefully I've given you a fire under your ass to actually make this happen, give you some some uh, a bit of motivation on our Thursday to make sure that you continue going, but getting awareness of what that looks like. So, you know, after working with 100 clients, looking at where those points are that needs to happen, hence why I spent so much time on the mindset today, you know, I can give the same plan to two people. One person can lose 20 kilos, upgrade their energy and completely turn their life around. And the second one stays the same fucking spot because they haven't got that drive. They haven't got that mindset switch in being able to move forward. Okay. So you've got to start there. But now we've got that, hopefully from that little uh, drive, I've done, little drive I've done there on getting awareness of moving forward, then we can start to dive into some action steps. All right. Hey, Marshall, good to have you on. A great photo, by the way. So you're uh, you're progressing well. Well done. Um, so getting awareness of these four steps. So the first one is you need to set a schedule. Okay. So like we talked about with respecting your time enough to actually put something aside for you, let's look at this awareness of where do we start? What time of day is going to be our time, right? We're going to book that out like it's a business uh, meeting, like it's a an appointment we have to be at, like you're getting charged for being there. How can we make that time for you, okay? And if that's twice a week, whether that's four times a week, that's great. Where can you put that time ahead of time to make sure that you're not giving yourself those bullshit excuses every time on how you can do something else instead, right? Build that schedule, build that routine, and other people will start to respect you for that time, actually observe that you're sticking to your own commitment, right? And this is where a lot of people have issues with confidence. They've broken their words so many fucking times that they don't have confidence even in what they're saying. Right. And that is huge. If you're in your 40s and 50s, the amount of people around you that talk and even don't believe what they're saying because they've broken it so many times in the past is why they fucking suck at building a schedule. Okay. So that is have to be where you start. Okay. 
I've been on a big coaching call this week, so if I'm diving a little deeper than, than usual, uh, great. <laughs> I'm coming into it a little bit more intensely because of fucking care, guys. If you want to move this forward, that's where you have to start. Build that schedule, put that time aside for you, and make sure it happens, okay? If you're in that spot and it starts raining or whatever else, you have those emotions coming up telling you that's why you can't go, it doesn't fucking matter. It's in your schedule. You're going anyway, okay? Just get it done. The second one here is you need to respect yourself enough to change, all right? So that's everything we've just touched on before. What is that bigger reason? If, if changing for your own self-confidence and mental health is not enough, then how do you look at how that impacts your kids and the standards they hold for themselves? Do you want them showing up with those same standards or do you want them to feel like, you know, it doesn't matter and they'll just their body's just there and when it falls apart, I'll deal with it, right? You don't want that. So if you want to show up and give that standard and show that through your own actions, then that should be enough of a reason why, Okay. The next one here is you need to include your family. As, as for a lot of people on here, that's probably the reason you're doing it in the first place, okay? So you need to include your family in this process. It's not a case of, you know, dad's meal over here and then everybody else. How can we look at this awareness to include them in the cooking process, to feel like they're involved? How many fucking kids think a, a piece of meat just comes out of plastic from a supermarket rather than realizing it was actually something on four legs? <laughs> or being involved in how to grow those veggies, right? The thing New World's doing at the moment with these um, – their little gardens or whatever they are, um, and actually being able to grow them from the sprout and see them grow and then being able to actually cook them, right? If you're going through that whole process with your kids, how much involvement, how much appreciation and more present they'll be with their food when they realize that whole journey it's gone through, right? That alone in, in the way of improving someone's health through rather than just being so fast and automatic and instant, which is everything in today's age is, well, who do you think is going to be impacted that by the most, right? These young kids that literally look at screen, they see the food, they click it, it comes to their door and then that's it completely disconnected from the full picture. So if you want to dive deeper into this, include your family in that cooking process and look at how it fuels your body and how you show up better, how it improves the way you you sleep, your energy, your recovery, the way you look, all these good things, right? You want to set that standard for your family, start with yourself, okay? And then the last one here is you're always, you're not always, this is a bit of a different one, right? This is uh, an interesting one that I touched on with a schedule. And it's an idea that you're not always going to be in the mood, right? Don't just do it because it feels good, right? If I only trained when I felt good, I'd be fucking fat as shit, okay? I don't do it because I feel good. I do it because I know that's what I want to do in order to achieve the things I want to do or just to feel the way and perform the way I want to do during the day, right? So this fallacy that you need to feel motivated, you need to feel like 100% pumped to train every time is complete bullshit. If you want to get back in shape, you want to build consistency, it has to come first through that schedule and then it has to come secondly with you showing up in your damn word and making sure you do it when you said you would do it, okay? So it really comes back full circle to the initial point made make sure that you're not just leaning on the emotions to make it happen you're building that schedule you're putting that structure there you're respecting yourself and building that integrity behind your word enough to show up when you said you would because it's not the emotion and the mood and how you feel in the time that matters it's how that daily discipline to actually show up and do it anyway will really propel you forward okay we can go into all the strategies all the gut health all the hormones all the tweaks that we've touched on over the last however many weeks and months but if you haven't got these four points in line and really the one this mindset tweak you're always going to fail and your kids are watching your partner's watching people that you care about are watching and you're setting that standard for them and you're also showing that standard that you hold to yourself which if hopefully you you actually value and if you want to show up better and you want to bring this level of focus to your own life this is where you start all right that's me done tonight team that is my rant i've uh, been on a bit of a roll today um i've as you can tell been working with 
some pretty deep mindset experts on this, uh, you know, being able to communicate this with uh, my own clients, being able to really dive into this awareness of what matters and making sure long-term we're building a huge awareness to the bigger picture because it impacts so much more than us. It impacts how we show up. It impacts who's watching. And ultimately, it's building this generational health, this generational value system that continues to show up. And if you care about that, you compare of what's left after you're gone, and hopefully that's longer because now you're actually looking at your health. You're actually extending your life expectancy. But after that, there's a level of value, tradition, um, standards that you have left behind for you. Okay, so that's all I want to touch into tonight, guys. Uh, we're going to keep that one pretty short. Crank that up now, half an hour. I'm pretty happy with myself there. Uh, hope that was really valuable. Have an incredible week. Um, if you want to dive into that deeper at all, I've actually just uh, finished up. I uh, wasn't going to release, release this until next week, and I've got some awesome stuff coming up for you. Um, but if sleep is one point that you really are stuck on and it's affecting your energy in a couple of these other areas, uh, please reach out. Happy to send you through a quick document on that to create some action steps for you. Just uh, a little value action. If you have been watching the whole way through, love to help you out. Uh, and like I said, have an awesome night. We'll talk to you next week. See ya. This episode was brought to you by The Med Project, the industry leaders in smarter health and performance. Thanks for tuning in. Don't take your attention lightly. If you love this episode, it'd be a massive help if you could just share with one friend who you feel would benefit. If you want to check out more from us, then just search Hollywood on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. We'll see you next time. Stay sharp.